wonderful family and a beautiful eight-year-old daughter. I have the most amazing friends in the world, and when it comes to my job, I have been very fortunate to have quite literally stumbled into something I'm passionate about and lucky enough to have been able to make a career out of it. It was a long and bumpy road, but I can honestly stand here and tell you that I wake up every morning and I'm excited to go to work. I love everything about my job. I love what I do, the people that I work with, and the community that I'm a part of. But that hasn't always been the case. Even though I have the best family and friends someone could ask for and a job that I love, I felt that there was something missing. As a teenager, my plan was to list in the military after high school. I have always had a strong sense of duty to serve and have a great amount of pride in our country. So enlisting just seemed to be the right choice. However, after 9-11, that changed. My family, as much as I love them, can sometimes be slightly overprotective of their only little girl. And so when it came time to graduate from high school, enlisting in the service was no longer an option that I felt my family would allow me to make. So I enrolled at Moraine Valley, years passed, and my life went on. The only problem was that I had this feeling of emptiness. I didn't understand why I felt this way or what was missing. Like I said, I love my job and I'm very passionate about doing it. This was a feeling that I could not easily explain and felt impossible to get away from. I was looking for something more. I was missing my purpose. But on May 20th, 2013, that all changed when an EF5 tornado tore through the city of Moore, Oklahoma. A few days later, I ran into a childhood friend, and while we were catching up, I explained to him about my job. He asked if I had ever heard of an organization called Team Rubicon. He briefly described that they were a disaster response organization comprised of veterans and first responders that deployed to disasters to assist with response efforts. He told me that I should look them up because they were in more helping with the response and he thought they'd be right up my alley. So I looked them up. The organization was launched in 2010 by two Marines who saw the chaos and disorder on the ground of Port-au-Prince, Haiti after a 7.0 magnitude earthquake shook the country. They saw a need and they knew that with their skill sets they could fulfill that need. So the two Marines, along with six other veterans and first responders, traveled to Haiti with the goal of providing medical, need to those, medical aid to those in most desperate need. I thought to myself, man, these guys mean business. They roll up and get shit done, and I want to do that. As I surfed through their website, I was more than impressed. Then I read about the logo and the meaning behind the symbol. The Rubicon is a river in northeastern Italy that divided the Roman Republic from Gaul, and when Caesar crossed the Rubicon and marched on Rome, it marked a point of no return. The phrase crossing the Rubicon has since been used to describe any group committing itself to a risky course of action. And in January of 2010, that's exactly what those eight veterans and responders did. Despite government and AIDS organizations' advice not to proceed, they crossed the river separating the Dominican Republic and Haiti and treated thousands of patients and traveled to camps that was deemed too dangerous by others. It gave me butterflies in my stomach, reading about all the operations that this organization had deployed on and the difference that they continued to make. And then I clicked on a video that I would now say changed my life, and I would like to share it with you. We all have a purpose. Sometimes it comes to us without calling. And sometimes we come upon it after a dark, dusty journey, not sure of what we'll find or who we'll be when we come out the
the other side. And we find we're navigating a road of cause and effect, learning it all connects back to what we've done, what we are doing, and who we are becoming. To find our purpose in the turn of a key, the click of a button, or the swing of a hammer, in a handshake, a hug, a high five, from sore muscles, blistered feet, dust in our nostrils, mud in our ears, or from supporting these soiled souls from afar, making their four hours of sleep look a bit more solid and that stiff back a little more ready to tackle the new day. For when that purpose comes knocking, we stand on the line and stare it down, pulling that hard routine into a full-on bear hug embrace. And when it tests us, we wince instead of whine, we grunt instead of groan, we ask for more instead of crying uncle. We all have a purpose. But in the end, how you define your purpose, well, that's up to you. Wow, right? That's what I said, and that's only one of their videos. So I signed up for Team Rubicon, and on June 3rd, less than two weeks after the tornado tore through Moore, Oklahoma, I was boots on the ground with TR. The next 10 days were a life-changing experience. There I was, surrounded by some of the toughest, bravest people I had ever met, who had served our country, but felt that same emptiness and lack of purpose that I had been feeling. But when we were together, serving the community and all those families that lost everything, that feeling was gone. There was no more emptiness, our sense of duty and service was fulfilled. Over the past two and a half years, I have had the amazing opportunity to deploy with Team Rubicon on six different disaster responses. Operation Honest Abe in Washington, Illinois was my second op with TR. We responded to the 80 plus tornadoes that touched down across the Central Plains in November. This one really hit close to home. First off, Washington is not too far south from us. As a matter of fact, the Sunday that this tornado went through, we also had tornado warnings issued for our area. After the storm had passed, the dispatcher at my department took a break outside to calm her nerves. And as she stood behind the police department, it began raining paper. She picked up a piece and saw that it was mail from Washington, Illinois. It had traveled over 130 miles north in the storm and dropped in our backyard. It was very eerie because a few days later when I arrived in Washington with TR, I found myself standing on the block where that house once stood. In April of 2015, I deployed on Operation Barbed Wire in Fairdale, Illinois. After 17 tornadoes touched down in northern Illinois, including the EF-4 that completely destroyed the small town of about 200. During our time in Fairdale, TR was assisting with debris cleanup for the residents and volunteer management for the thousands of people who flooded the town looking to lend a hand. I was honored to have been selected as a division supervisor, which meant that I was not only responsible for looking out for our teams, but also for the spontaneous volunteers, and I was pumped. One of the homeowners we had been working with, Dave, he was quite a character. His home, although still standing, was completely destroyed during the tornado and needed to be demoed. While we had limited resources in the heavy equipment category, I assured him that we would take down his house. He looked at me with a grin and said, that's awesome. My mother and my aunt, who happen to live next door, are very excited to see the demolition. Sure enough, I look across the street, and there are two of the cutest little old ladies sitting in lawn chairs with a cooler, watching all of the work being done around them. And all I could think was, great, we have an audience. Now I have to make sure that this happens. 
Working next to us, but not with us, was the local county and state department of transportation. Their primary task was to continuously run dozens of bulldozers and dump trucks to quickly remove the debris from the main highway that ran through Fairdale with the goal of reopening the roads. I thought, man, these guys could have this house down in five minutes, but because of legalities, they're not supposed to operate on private property. So we would have to think of another way. Most likely, it would be taking it down with trucks and chains and by hand, which is something that we've done before. A little while later, I noticed a whole lot of idle bulldozers and not a sign of a dump truck anywhere. I was intrigued. Well, as luck would have it, and I say this now because I know no one was hurt, there was an accident on that main route between Fairdale and the dump where the trucks were taking the debris and all the dump trucks were stuck in traffic. We jumped at the opportunity to ask the next driver if he'd be willing to help. He sighed and said, I'm really sorry, I'm not supposed to do that. And we understood, so I thanked him and he left. About two minutes later, the same bulldozer came around the corner and honked his horn and said, let's do this. I turned to Dave and said, go tell the ladies, it's time. And in less than four minutes, his house was completely leveled. After the dozer left, I walked across the street and was greeted by Dave with the biggest bear hug that I had ever received. I can't believe you made that happen, he said. This is why we call you the boss. <laughs> TR had the opportunity to return to Fairdale a few months later for a barbecue with the community and I was able to bring my daughter along as well. I was, when we arrived, I was very eager to see everyone. As we walked up to the pavilion, I heard a familiar voice yell out, here comes the boss, and I look up to see Dave standing with his mother under the pavilion. I smiled, and as I shook his hand, he looked at Kira and asked, is this your daughter? I said yes and introduced them. He knelt, he knelt down and looked at Kira and said, do you know that your mother is the most amazing person I have ever met, and I will never forget what she did for me. And do you know what my daughter's response was? Yeah, I know, but thanks for telling me. <laughs> and we all laughed and talked about well-timed comic relief because I could feel the tears welling up in my eyes. I was overflowing with emotions, but in that moment it all came together. I was humbled by his words and full of pride for the work that we had accomplished and at the same time was thankful for having been given the opportunity to serve. I thanked him and as he hugged me, he whispered, I meant every word. My most recent deployment was to Coal City on Operation Crazy Train when multiple tornadoes tore through central Illinois and destroyed over half of the town. This was a unique and meaningful experience for me. Not only was I given the opportunity to serve side by side with my TR family, but I was also assigned as the team leader for the members of Israel who had traveled from Israel to assist our team with the cleanup. Working with them was an honor and an experience that I will never forget. On their first day, only six hours after they arrived in Coal City from their 14-hour flight from Tel Aviv, we set out for our first work order of the day. It was two homes that backed an old rail line and a fence that used to be their property line that was now mangled with dozens of downed trees. We had our work cut out for us. As my team began working, I noticed the next door neighbor swinging away with an ax at what was left of a tree that had fallen on his fence. I walked over and explained who we were and what we did, and if he would like, we could help him with, the, with our chainsaws with the removal of his stump, and he graciously agreed. So my team got to work. As my Sawyer started up his saw, Lucy, the homeowner chuckled and said, Liam is going to freak out. He explained that his son Liam loved chainsaws and had just received one from his grandparents for his birthday, which happened to be the next day. He loves working hard and chainsaws, sign him up. That's a future TR member right there for sure. And he did, he loved every minute of it. 
He was mimicking every movement of the Sawyer, even kneeling down next to him to clean his saw when they were done cutting for the day. But when we were done and all packed up and ready to leave, but we couldn't, not without giving Liam a birthday present, it would just be rude. So we all signed a hard hat with best birthday wishes for Liam. Recently, I was asked to expand my volunteer duties within TR as a membership coordinator for Illinois, and I absolutely love it. It allows me to share the excitement and enthusiasm that I have for TR and encourage others to, to join us as we continue to connect with and serve our communities. Over the past two and a half years, I have traveled across the country and responded to some of our nation's worst natural disasters. And in the midst of these communities' most devastating experience, we have had the chance to not only assist these families with cleaning up after the storm, but also the opportunity to connect with the, to connect with the community as they begin to rebuild their lives and be a part of some of their new happy memories as they move forward. And that's why we do it. We aren't out here doing what we do for recognition or for praise, and we're certainly not out here doing it for the pay. We're doing it, we continue to do this because while we're serving those families and those communities, we are also being fulfilled. By receiving a hug from a homeowner after retur returning a picture from their wedding day. When presenting a World War II veteran with his recovered military service medals. After delivering a family heirloom that was thought to have been lost in the storm. When honoring a veteran and our country by retiring his storm-tattered flag. And by creating a memorial for a community in memory of all those lives that were lost. During my first deployment and more, my team had just finished demolishing a house and clearing the slab so the homeowner was ready to begin with the rebuilding process. As we were loading the tools in the truck, the homeowner walked over with tears in his eyes and said, I can't find the words, but thank you. Thank you for helping my family heal. What you have done for us allows us to feel whole again and to move forward in this new chapter in our life. I was filled with pride and gratitude, and without even thinking, my response was, no, thank you for allowing us to help your family. What you allow us to do here gives us the opportunity to continue to serve. These experiences have filled that feeling of emptiness that I once had with new feelings of pride and purpose, which were unexpected but humbly welcomed. Richard Leiter defines purpose as being in the right, in the right place with people who matter to you doing your life's work. I would say that that's a pretty accurate description of what I found through Team Rubicon. I can still remember how anxious I was as I walked into the airport on my way to Moore. I was nervous that I wasn't going to fit in because I wasn't a veteran, and I was afraid that I wasn't going to be cut out for the job. Looking back at it now, I just have to smile and laugh because these people are my family. They're my brothers and my sisters, and I cannot imagine my life without them. Thank you.